That's what makes us tough. And we keep a coming. We're the people that live. They can't wipe us out. They can't lick us. The change has started, and the change in Detroit is real. We're back! Yeah, 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 yeah. Detroit, Michigan. Here, you can actually see what you do affect a great American city, and it's, it's hopefully historical comeback. Welcome into Opportunity Detroit. Hi, this is Paul W. Smith. Reverend Lawrence W. Rogers, the new senior pastor at Second Baptist Church. Jason Langwell, executive director of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Laura Graneman is here, vice president of the Rocket Community Fund and executive director of the Gilbert Family Foundation. Finally, Mark Hollis, chief operating officer of Rock Ventures of LLC on Opportunity Detroit. Detroit, Michigan. Reverend Lawrence W. Rogers is Second Baptist Church's 24th senior pastor in the 184-year-old institution's history. Pastor Rogers is a social justice advocate. He's worked with the homeless community, survivors of human trafficking as a youth mentor and in adult literacy, Pastor Rogers earned a master's degree in divinity from Howard University's School of Divinity. He is a prolific lecturer and author, and he is indeed new to the Second Baptist Church. Might we welcome you to Detroit, Reverend? Thank you so much. I am so grateful to be in Detroit, and I am also grateful to be here with you today on your program. Well, it's our pleasure, sir. Tell us a bit about yourself and, and about your background. Thank you so much. You know, my family and I moved here from Baltimore, uh, where I served for seven years. I'm originally from the South. I grew up in North Carolina. You know, I'm very passionate about contextualizing the ministry of Jesus. In our current day and age, I believe that people who are still interested in church, that's what they're really looking for, is a place where people are committed to loving their neighbor as themselves, a place for inward and outward transformation. Well, Pastor Rogers arrives uh, during, obviously, an unusual time in any church's history, but certainly in Second Baptist's history, a place where all ministry at the church has moved online due to the pandemic. Now, many, many Detroit-area churches have been struggling to adapt their services to an online environment, but Second Baptist is actively expanding its reach and connecting with new audiences, both young and old. You've got weekly online streaming. Tell us a little bit more. Yes, no problem. Well, you know, uh, in another life many years ago, my first degree was in the media arts. And so when I was called to ministry, I brought with me um, all of those years of working in media. And so it's something that I'm very passionate about. You know, long before covid I work with many churches, and I told the churches that, you know, we all have got to go uh, and meet the people where they are, and the people are in the digital virtual space. And so I'm very proud of Second. Second Baptist has rose, risen to the occasion. Uh, before I even moved here, I was working with Second, uh, key people in the congregation uh, who are very passionate about bringing it up to speed, and we are working together, and I'm so happy that now that I'm here, that we've been able to make such aggressive strides and gains to be able to reach uh, people in a digital virtual space. It's, it's very important. Second Baptist Church of Detroit, located in Greektown, 
is the oldest African-American congregation in the entire state of Michigan, has played a pivotal role in the African-American civil rights movement, both the 19th and 20th centuries. In fact, uh, there's quite a bit of historical significance of Second Baptist Church of Detroit, which probably was very attractive to you in deciding to come. Yes, you know, one of the reasons why I was very attracted to Second Baptist Church of Detroit was because I... I was looking for, I, I felt God was calling me to a congregation uh, that wanted to put their um, faith into action. And Second has a history of doing that, being a 185-year-old congregation. Uh, it has witnessed a great deal of the American story, oldest black church in the Midwest. Uh, you know, it's impossible to write a story about Detroit that doesn't intimately include Second Baptist Church of Detroit. Hmm. Uh, Church Second Baptist was a part of, uh, a part on, of the Underground Railroad. I mean, Frederick Douglass spoke at Second Baptist. John Brown visited Sojourner Truth. Second Baptist was a major component in the labor struggle in Detroit, particularly with helping African Americans uh, receive gainful employment in the automobile industry. I mean, in fact, because of that, Second Baptist was a key component in sparking the Great Migration of African-Americans uh, from the South, Southern states here to Michigan. Second Baptist uh, labor and voting rights. In fact, bringing Dr. King uh, to Second Baptist multiple times and having him speak here and supporting him and his efforts financially. The congregation does have a lot of history. But, you know, I am focused on our future, too, because the world we live in still has problems. And Second Baptist is poised and well-positioned to respond to the issues of our day issues such as food security, human trafficking, mass incarceration, and injustices, I think Second Baptist is poised well to respond to these, and I look forward to being a part of Second Baptist's future. Well, it is a great and bright future that you're looking forward to, but of course, too, it is that historical uh, aspect of the Second Baptist Church, Reverend Rogers. Do you have uh, tours or a, a, a historical uh, collection for the public to visit? Yes, sir, we sure do. Uh, and in 1987, a joint project of the church and Blue Cross Blue Shield restored the Underground Railroad Station in the basement of the church. Uh, the Detroit Underground Railroad Historical Society uh, conducts tours several days a week. There's a virtual tour right now because of COVID, and anybody who wants tour information uh, can visit uh, ugrrbookstore.com backslash tours. And we also have historical collections at University of Michigan Libraries, and we have many artifacts in our church as well. Give that a, uh, give that uh, uh, web address again. Absolutely, sir. That's ugrrbookstore.com backslash tours. Okay, good. That's good to know. Very good to know, in fact, uh, because uh, let's face it, uh, the pandemic is still affecting, impacting all churches, and uh, and certainly it's it's impacted your church, like all the rest of them. But Second Baptist Church has partnered with a Greektown Neighborhood Partnership, the local community development organization, to work toward capital improvements on the church complex. Greektown Neighborhood Partnership recently applied for a National Park Service African American Civil Rights Grant. Can you tell us a bit about that effort and the needed capital improvements? 
Yes, sir. I'm beginning to learn uh, about this effort, and I'm happy to see the budding partnership. I think it's a very special and important partnership, and I'm very grateful for it. You know, we've been at this low current location since the ni- since the 1850s, since the 1850s. Mm-hmm. And so with a structure that old, it's going to have capital challenges that may be beyond the capacity of the church itself. We have capital issues with the church that we need to repair so that we can continue to move into the future and be a blessing to the people that we serve for generations. With the support of the African-American Civil Rights Program grant, Second Baptist Church of Detroit and Great Town Neighborhood Partnership will repair and stabilize the entire roof system. We will repair water leak damage caused by roof failures in the third floor offices, uh, classrooms, church, auditorium, hallways, and replace and repair the hot water system for the entire complex. We will repair and stabilize the stained glass windows throughout and also replacing the glass protective system. Uh, this is not unusual for historic churches. I want to add, you know, if, if you were to come visit our church, you know, some of these things might not be obvious to you, but, you know, these things do need to be repaired, and it's not unusual for historic churches to deal with some of this stuff. Uh, downtown Detroit has quite a number of historic churches that have had to find ways to deal with similar issues. Uh, this church was established in the early days, in the fight for freedom and equality by formerly enslaved and some free blacks. So they were not in a position to establish something like an endowment, unlike other historic churches in our area who have members such as Henry Ford later on. Uh, Second had to contend with what it meant to be black in America during that time and throughout its history. So this grant will help in a major way uh, for Second to move into the future with a continued witness of resilience and grace. And what a uh, uh, really a badge of honor, Reverend Lawrence W. Rogers, with us, new senior pastor, Second Baptist Church. That Second Baptist was individually listed on the National Register of Historic Places in 1975. You maintain that excellence, but what are some of the other plans that Second Baptist has for the future? Now, I believe that the gospel of Christ still has the power to save, and this is not just a salvation in the sweet by and by, but it's a salvation today as well in the here and now, and it expands into eternity. The future is where Second Baptist is headed, and we have a lot to offer for our descendants. We have plans to grow numerically and increase our reach uh, in the virtual space, in the digital space, um, and also in downtown and throughout Detroit. Uh, we have an eternal mission, and we want to carry this on uh, to the next generation and generation. We have plans to welcome anyone, anyone that's welcome that second, who was weary and looking for rest. I believe you can find it here in this community at Second Baptist. Reverend, anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Absolutely. I would like to encourage the listeners to follow us on social media. You can follow me at Pastor LWR on all social media platforms. You can follow our church, Second Baptist Detroit, as well on all social media platforms. You can follow, uh, you can uh, subscribe to our YouTube page, simply Second uh, Second Baptist Detroit on YouTube as well. We have a church app in the App Store, Google Play, Apple App Store, or you can visit our website, uh, secondbaptistdetroit.org. My goodness, that's that's uh, in addition to the UGRR bookstore.com forward slash tours. Yeah, there's a lot of ways. <laughs> there's a lot of yep. ways to reach you. Yes, sir. You know, the, the UGRR tours, that really um, deals with the, the Underground Railroad history. But, you know, 
uh, Second Baptist is a active church, you know, and we have a, a mission from God. And so we have a website and uh, app, an app in the app store, and we are available on all social media platforms. Played a, an important role in the Underground Railroad and the abolitionist movement in the 1800s with the most fervent abolitionist activists associated with and meeting at Second Baptist Church. It's a, a, a tremendous history in the 1900s. Second Baptist Church continued to lead the African-American community in the struggle for civil rights, addressing social welfare, employment, segregation, and racism. I hope we continue to make strides in all those areas, Reverend. Thank you so much. I hope so, too. I know we will. I want to just thank you for the opportunity to talk with you all today. And I hope that anyone who needs a church home will consider Second Baptist, no matter your economic status, race, your educational background. You are welcome at our congregation. Hey, you know, since we have just a second here, how about uh, if you'd like to give it for those who would like to accept it, a a blessing as we say uh, thanks for joining us, Reverend Lawrence W. Rogers, Senior Pastor, Second Baptist Church. Could you give us a blessing? Oh, absolutely. You know, we pray a blessing on the lives of your listeners, that God will look after them and continue to protect them in the age of pandemic, and that God will guard their steps and bring them joy and prosperity. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Reverend. We'll look forward yes, to talking sir. again. I look welcome, forward to it as well. Welcome to Detroit. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all righty. Reverend Lawrence W. Rogers, Second Baptist Church's 24th senior pastor in its 184-year-old history, uh, and he's brand new to Detroit, and we're glad we could welcome him here on Opportunity Detroit. And I have to tell you that this Rocket Mortgage Classic would not be nearly as successful as it already has been without my next guest. Uh, he is the executive director of the Rocket Mortgage Classic. He's joined us many, many times, and it seems hard to believe it's already time again. Jason Langwell, executive director of the Rocket Mortgage Classic on the other end of our line right now. Jason, doesn't it seem like we just finished talking about it? It really does, Paul W. Uh, yeah, hard to believe, right? We're we're upon it. We're just 80 days from Monday of our tournament week today, so we're we're on the clock. Um, and really excited though. The excitement is building, and and uh, and we can't wait for your four here. Well, we're looking forward to being here, and WJR overall on Moss will be here, uh, spending time with you because it's a great fun place to be, and I know fans are looking forward to it. And you did. Open the gates uh, for ticket sales at the start mm-hmm. of the week. How how did how's that going? Really good. Really excited to get tickets on sale this week. Um, you know, we got so many people asking about them and just getting ready for golf this year. I feel like the energy is at an all time high. Uh, we went on sale on Monday. Um, exploded out of the gates again. Uh, 2019 like levels of sales uh, on tickets and. You know, encourage listeners to get to rocketmortgageclassic.com, get in on the action. Don't want anyone to miss out. Uh, you know, you know, we work really hard not just to make it a, a great event for anyone who loves golf, but we've got a lot planned, too. If you just like some good old summer fun out there at Detroit Golf Club, we're going to have a lot of fun out there this year. Our dates are a little different. Um, the Rocket Mortgage Classic this year, we're back uh, July 26th to the 31st, so which is great. We were hoping to, to move from the 4th of July weekend which we've been able to do, and we're just right now after the British Open and before the PGA Tour playoffs. It's a really cool window 
but we'll have a lot of energy. But we got grounds tickets started to sixty dollars Thursday round. Uh, they go up a little bit as, as the week goes on, but we've also too we got a couple um, out of DGC, a couple of shared hospitality options called W. So our Lending Tree Lounge uh, starts at a hundred dollars. It's got a great view of sixteen green, seventeen T. Uh, our Mick Ultra Athletic Club is back again this year, starting at two hundred fifty dollars. We got views of. There you can see 14 green, the entire 15 hole. You can peek over on uh, the tee shot on 16, and that's all right out kind of the heart of our little famed area, 313, 14, 15, 16 out there. So if you're looking for a bit of an upgraded experience, kind of want to entertain some friends or family or clients, you're able to get there. Maybe a Mother's Day present, a Father's Day present. Those are some some really good options. And we've got parking uh, online as well. Uh, so just encourage people to, to buy early and often because, as I said, we're – we're pacing at about 15% ahead right now where we were at 2019 levels. We ended up selling out about a week before the event started. So all great news, great energy, but we're excited to be up and running and, uh, and on sale for everybody. Great news uh, for sure and a great opportunity to gift some people these tickets if you want to buy them for uh, future birthdays or any kind of a special occasion. If you have a golfer in your life, Presenting them with tickets to the Rocket Mortgage Classic is uh, really a can't-be-beaten, can't-be-duplicated gift, so keep that in mind. And uh, Jason Langwell, the executive director of Rocket Mortgage Classic, I know there are some ways that fans can experience the events a little bit differently this year. Tell us a bit about some of the complimentary options that you have for fans during the week of the uh, Rocket Mortgage Classic. These are really kind of cool and a great way to give so many Detroiters a chance to partake in this great event yeah that's something uh, we've been wanting to do since the last butt dropped after our first year uh, we've been talking about doing it and talking to rock and mortars talking to some other partners so a way to enable it and with the help of uh, our partners at dt energy uh, we're offering for the first time ever our detroit community days at the rock and mortars classic presented by dte uh, brand new offering and, and it's just a way for us to connect with the Detroit community, get all local fans are going to be able to receive complimentary parking and admission on Tuesday, July 26th and Wednesday, July 27th uh, for all of our amazing special events. So so those that, that come in and take advantage of this, you just come. You come out on Tuesday. You can attend the Area 313 Celebrity Scramble that we have on Tuesday. Uh, we've got our youth golf clinic that day presented by uh, our friends at the Children Foundation. Thanks to Larry Burns. And then on on Wednesday, they'll be able to come back and uh, enjoy the Delta Dental Pro-Am at the Rock and Mortgage Classic. So, and that's that's the day for those who don't know that Pro-Am is when we have all our professionals out there, and then amateur amateurs can buy spots to play with those professionals. We actually sold out of those uh, wow. about a month and a half ago, uh, which is great. But it's a fun day. So, those are two fun days, and 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 thanks to again to our partners DT doing that. And I'd say too, just in addition to that, uh, we're bringing back our youth ticket program this year. Where so all youth 15 and under are in for free with a ticket to the adult up to four. So, um, you know, just with the growth and interest in the game, kind of at all-time high, and especially with youth, we're just, we're, we've always been trying to do everything we can to make the event just as accessible to the community uh, as possible, especially the youth in the community. And so between our community days uh, presented by DTE and our uh, youth ticket offering, we feel like we're able to do that. Well, you do do that. And uh, don't ever forget, my friends, Yes, uh, Jason, and everybody attached to it is in the business of selling tickets. The more money that comes in, the more good they can do for Detroit, whether it's bridging the digital divide, whatever it is, whatever you call it now, it's helping Mm -hmm. people. But other people like DTE Energy, the Children's Fund, uh, Delta Dental, 
also step up and want to make it possible for you and your family members to go. So there are all kinds of ways that you can benefit from people who want to help you get to this classic. So don't think you can't get there. You can. And uh, and, and you should, July 26th through the 31st, because it's a, it is a very big deal. We We haven't had anything like this in Detroit on a regular basis until Rocket Mortgage uh, decided to have their classic, Sean Belegian. Yeah, and as Jason was saying, it, it really is so much more than just the tournament. Yeah, we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about the tournament. And, you know, Jason, obviously, with Spin on Golf, we're going to be focused on that. But there are so many things mm-hmm. that I, I'm not sure people are aware of, of, of you guys giving back to the community and yet at the same time creating a lot of fun for people. Yeah, it's true. It's true. That goes to our mission. Like, we talk a lot about the what and the how of the event, but, you know, what's the why behind it? And that, that's, our, that, that's our mission of serving the community. It was Dan, Dan's vision, Dan Gilbert's vision, and bringing the event to Detroit to begin with. He's like, let's create a positive influence in the city. Let's find a way to shine a, a massive spotlight on Detroit um, and, and find a way to do that. And, and under the leadership of, of the board that I have the pleasure to sit on the Rock Giving Fund board, led by Jay Farner many other leaders in our community. I feel like we've been able to deliver on that vision, and, and we did that through our Change in the Course initiative that you alluded to, Paul W., I think, to help end the digital divide in Detroit. And I know that I think Laura's coming on, Laura Granham is coming on, and she'll have some really exciting news to share on the progress that, that she and, and the entire team are making on the front. But that's why we do what we do. And, and you know, Detroiters love love golf they love the city but and this event just provides an opportunity for them to come out and celebrate what we already know and that's it's an amazing place to work with and play and excited to get the play started here uh just 80 days away from our fourth ever rocket mortgage class and i'm excited for you jason langwell to be unfettered not held back by any medical restrictions knock on wood that we keep it that way and you'll get back to doing what you do best putting together the one of the best tournaments in the country thanks for being with us we'll talk often Thanks. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate it, guys. Jason Langwell, Executive Director, Rocket Mortgage Classic. And uh, boy, oh boy, coming up July 26th through July 31st, go to rocketmortgageclassic.com. And you can go to rocketmortgageclassic.com to get your tickets. It went on sale at the beginning of the week and of course the rocket mortgage classic coming to this beautiful detroit golf club july 26th through july 31st and we are going to be here and we are all looking forward to it matter of fact including uh, our guest laura graneman vice president of the rocket community fund and executive director of the gilbert family foundation laura welcome back to wjr good morning paul i'm so glad to be here we're so happy to have you here as we kind of focus in on uh, Rocket Mortgage Classics Changing the Course initiative and the progress that's been made since it first started in 2020, which, by the way, has changed the way all, all golf tournaments now approach their work, their philanthropic work, their charitable work in every community they're in. You guys started that. Well, you know, uh, we, re- we really try to use every single thing that we do as a business to highlight the city of Detroit and the Rocket Mortgage Classic is no different. We want to use this as a platform to be able to invest in systemic change in the lives of Detroiters. Well, there's no question that the Rocket Mortgage Classic is so much more than a golf tournament because 
it indeed does make a significant positive impact on Detroit and uh, frankly reminds us about the tournament's changing the course initiative and what it does. Why don't you uh, go through that again for new listeners or people who need a little jogging of the memory? Yeah, so I think all of us have truly seen and many, many of us have truly felt the impact of the digital divide over the last couple of years that we've been in this pandemic. Um, And the city of Detroit, unfortunately, was one of the least connected major municipalities in the United States of America. Only 40% of our households had connectivity to high-speed internet um, and devices when we went into this pandemic, according to census data. So we knew that we really had to use the Rocket Mortgage Classic as a way to bring people together around this critical issue and make sure that we no longer look at technology and digital connectivity as a privilege, but really change that and and look at it as a because now we know that the Internet and devices are critical to connectivity, to work, to education, and to maintaining a social life, especially for our seniors across the city of Detroit. And that's so very important. And you are right, Laura Graneman. We really learned a lot about that uh, because of the pandemic. We started to see how the pandemic and the limits that were placed on people for socializing, how it affected them so terribly, especially the elderly. Meanwhile, um, this uh, initiative was started because of the problem that was identified and uh, that was, uh, well, that, that we happen to be, as you have pointed out, the least connected major city in America. Can you, uh, Laura, maybe share some other statistics with us on how bad the problem was and tell us what progress has been made thanks to the Rocket Mortgage Classic? Yeah, so according to census data in 2020, the city of Detroit had about 40% of our households had connectivity and digital inclusion. Um, Today, though, we're incredibly proud that because of changing the course and because of lots of partnerships from others come together around the city, uh, we have pushed that number to 67.5% digitally included. We're not done. We're not done at all. We still have a lot of progress to make, but we've shown that this task can work and that when we think together in innovative ways, we can drive solutions like mass distribution of tablets to vulnerable residents across the city or like creating digital technology hubs in our neighborhoods across the city to make sure people have trusted spaces that they can go to to really learn about their devices and stay connected in a totally different way. Wow, that's that's really cool. That's a great uh, uptick in that percentage. And in just two years, the tournament has generated more than $3 million for changing the course. And clearly, as we can hear from your statistical proof, it started to make a real difference. Uh, Boil it down just a little bit about where the money is going, how it's being invested, and how how it's really important to be helping solve this problem. Yeah, thank you. Um, The Changing the Course initiative really puts the vast majority of our investment towards uh, an organization called Connect 313. We actually founded Connect 313 uh, in a previous Rocket Mortgage Classic with the city of Detroit and uh, the United Way for Southeastern Michigan, as well as Microsoft, who all came together and said, 
there's a lot of really great work that's happening across the city of Detroit. We're seeing community partners think really differently about how to invest in this issue. But there's no one organization in the city that kind of brings it all together and helps everyone move forward collectively and really drives that level of community impact with community voice at the center. So we founded Connect 313 to help us do that um, and really bring all of those diverse stakeholders together and collectively make investments around our city that are going to drive that systemic change. Well, it's amazing work. Um, There's no other way to put it. It's amazing work that you and the Rocket Mortgage team uh, continues to do, led, of course, originally by Dan Gilbert and carried on by Dan Gilbert and Jay Farner and the entire team. So I guess, Laura Granham, the, the, the obvious next question is, what is next? How do we continue making an impact with uh, the funds raised through this great Rocket Mortgage Classic? Yeah, well, I think one of the most important things about Connect 313 is that it is community-led. We have experts that are engaged with us all along the way, but then we're listening to community voice. We're bringing people to the table. And so the community is going to help us drive those decisions. But a couple of things that I can say um, we're really focused on this year. One, we're scaling up our, our neighborhood tech hubs. Um, as I mentioned, we have so far five neighborhood tech hubs that have been established across the city. We'd like to grow that. So one of our priorities is continuing to work with community partners to make sure they are fully digitally included and that, that our, our neighbors have trusted spaces to go to where they can feel safe and ask questions about their devices and, and be able to stay fully connected. The second thing is we're really proud to be supporting the city of Detroit as they think really innovatively about the next step of their uh, fiber internet plan. So they actually just came out with a really interesting um, fiber optic internet plan and study that will help them lay the groundwork for their own investment, the city's investment, into neighborhoods across the city of Detroit. So we're excited to stay on top of that because that infrastructure is so important to helping our residents stay connected. Well, it sure is. And uh, you're doing everything you can and need to to take advantage of the opportunity that, in effect, you have created for yourselves with this fabulous uh, Rocket Mortgage Classic Changing the Course initiative. A lot of progress that's been made since it first started in 2020, and you've been a big part of that, Laura. Thanks for being with us, as always. Thanks, Paul. Talk to you soon. We'll look forward to it. Laura Graneman, Vice President of the Rocket Community Fund and Executive Director of the Gilbert Family Foundation. We had uh, Jason uh, Langwell on, the executive director of the Rocket Mortgage Classic, Laura Graneman, uh, vice president of the Rocket Community Fund and executive director of the Gilbert Family Foundation. And then we close it out with an all-around good guy that we've known for a very long time. I Probably our first contact was when he was uh, athletic director at Michigan State University. But Mark Hollis is now chief operating officer of Rock Ventures, LLC. And he's all excited also about the fabulous Rocket Mortgage Classic. Tickets are on sale, started last Monday. The Classic will be July 26th through the 31st, uh, and the ticket's going well. So if you want to do that and make it a gift for someone that you love, that's a good idea, too, and it's okay to love yourself. Meanwhile, uh, Mark, it's always a pleasure speaking with you. Good Friday morning to you. 
Good Friday morning to you. Um, we're very excited about yet another Rocket Mortgage Classic. It's uh, the fourth edition, and everyone's been a little bit different. Well, it sure has been. I mean, let's face it. Uh, it first of all, it's hard to put on a new PGA Tour event, and one of great note like this one is and became very quickly. We've had all kinds of problems with the pandemic and issues that uh, that caused. But it seems like you guys are very fast on your feet and came through that pretty well. No, we really have. And I think the entire team, when you talk about Jason Langwell and and the folks from the tournament team, as well as uh, within Rocket Mortgage, so many of our team members are heavily involved uh, in putting the event on. And the ability to pivot, you know, has been a uh, a stronghold of, of Rocket Mortgage, and, and that plays right into the Rocket Mortgage Classic. And we've had to pivot. We've done it successfully. You have, indeed. And, you know, we've been talking about it all morning long, uh, but uh, and we are excited about having it back, and we're going to be there that week, throughout the week. But much of WJR will be well represented and all of that. But some people might have forgotten that last September you announced an extension to the contract that will keep the event here at Detroit Golf Club through 2027. And obviously, this event has been terrific for Detroit. So tell us a little bit more, Mark Hollis, if you would, about why Dan Gilbert wanted to bring it here and how it has made such an impact that you obviously want to keep it going, keep it home here for at least uh, another six years. No, I think, you know, from Dan and, and Jay Farner's perspective, it, it's something that brings great value to Detroit, and it's it's bringing eyes on the city in a positive way. It's a major global event that's seen around the world. Um, it's an opportunity for folks that are residents to be, you know, be part of it, uh, celebrate it, go out and participate uh, in, in cheering on and, and, and really having that social connectivity. But the publicity it brings for Detroit, the uh, the aerials and the shots of the city and downtown and um, the impact that it really has on, on local organizations that we're able to support through philanthropic giving is is just tremendous. And, and especially the Connect 313 that I think Laura talked to you about. Well, she did. We spoke with Laura, as I mentioned earlier. We spoke with Jason uh, Langwell. And uh, and we've talked about how the money was raised through this nonprofit event, where it went, how it benefited the Changing the Course initiative. Maybe, Mark Hallis, you can tell us a little bit about why Dan Gilbert and Jay Farner uh, are so passionate about supporting Detroit communities and bringing major events to Detroit. Yeah, I think it's it's nothing more than just keeping the momentum of, of what's going on in the city. There's so many great things that are happening the tradition of the Grand Prix, you add in the Rocket Mortgage Classic of, uh, again, visitors coming in, something for residents, publicity. Uh, those are things that are part of a major city. As you look at, you know, culture and connectivity, it's the arts, it's sports, it's music, and how those things collide. So from from Penske and, and um, Bud Denker and the team over there that does the Grand Prix, bringing that back down, dropping the NFL draft uh, into Detroit in 24, those are all things that, uh, really are going to bring a lot of momentum continuing on in the future for Detroit as, as uh, just great things are happening. They're going to continue to happen. Great things uh, indeed are happening and going to continue to happen. Uh, we got a lot of major events coming up. It's been very exciting. In, and I know, Mark Hollis, you work with the Detroit Sports Commission and, uh, and Rocket Mortgage recently resulted uh, this connection, if you will, another big announcement for Detroit really big for the fans. 
Um, and that, of course, is the NFL draft coming to Detroit in 2024. Can you talk to us a little bit about how behind the scenes Rocket Mortgage got involved and, and was able to woo them back uh, and into Detroit and what Detroiters can expect when that event uh, really comes full force to the city? It really is. Dan and, and Jay both had a very long conversation with uh, uh, Commissioner Goodell uh, almost a year ago, and we've been working on, on positioning for this for about three years. So Claude Molinari and Dave Beach now, Marty Dobeck, so many others have put in just hours and hours, uh, as well as our events team that, that really did a lot of the, the work on the 14th that, that kicked it off. But I, I've been to Cleveland. I've been to Vegas this this year. It's it's just a massive event. It, it takes over a city. Um, Campus Marshes is going to be the the heart of everything. Down where the clock is already uh, ticking down to uh, to that first pick. So uh, it's a free event. Um, you can attend all of the activities at no cost. That's another value back to you know the residents of Detroit to have that level of an event come in. Uh, it's not like a Super Bowl or Final Four where you have to show up. Uh, big dollars. So it's something that really can be a lot of fun for families. And that's what we saw, you know, at the last two is, is families, uh, really a diverse audience um, across the whole spectrum. So we're, we're excited to be bringing that one in. There's a lot of work yet to go uh, until April of 24. Well, we're so excited about what's happening now and leading into this one, the uh, Rocket Mortgage Classic, July 26th through July 31st, and you can go to rocketmortgageclassic.com to get tickets and information. Uh, we're so excited that, in fact, tonight at 7, we will replay uh, Jason Langwell's uh, conversation, Laura Graneman's, and yours, Mark Hollis, and then that will be uh, replayed again on Sunday in our regularly scheduled uh, a Sunday opportunity to try uh, at uh, one o'clock on Sunday. So uh, we're equally as excited to be side by side and be helpful to you in every way that we can be. And before we let you go, Mark Hollis, um, we're going to ask you the last question about the Rocket Mortgage Classic, and that is just what are you most excited about as we approach the 2022 Rocket Mortgage Classic, knowing that your team has had a full year to plan without the challenges of the pandemic? Well, it's a great question. And, it, you know, it's one where, where safety and precautions, like any event, are always at the forefront. But the ability to go into 22 with the expectations that we can roll up our sleeves and put out the full, the full event like we did that first year where, where the excitement's there, the energy's there. We don't have to – we don't believe we're going to have to really pull back on, on anything. So infrastructure is going up. Um, it, it's going to be a big-time event, and that's what I'm most excited about is getting back to that, that feel that we had that first year and, and let fans just have an absolute blast when they come out to the Rock and Mortgage Classic. Well, our, our thoughts and desires are aligned. We're hoping for exactly the same thing. Uh, stay in touch with us. I know you will, Mark Hollis, and let us know what's going on and how we can be of help. Well, we appreciate all your support throughout the year and, and know how big of a fan you are of this event and everything that's going on in the city of Detroit. So thank you so much. Thank you, Mark. Mark Hollis, Chief Operating Officer, Rock Ventures, LLC. On the occasion of what the rocketmortgageclassic.com means to all of us, and it means a lot. 
We'll be uh, continuing with that, and you'll see a good presence uh, from WJR as we get closer and closer in there during the tournament as well. That's going to do it for today's Opportunity Detroit. Thank you, Jason Langwell, Laura Graneman, and Mark Hollis. And thank you for being here on Opportunity Detroit. And I hope you'll join me Monday through Friday mornings from 6 till 9 at my regular day job. You go on out, make it a great rest of the day. Regards, Paul W. Smith.